Hi guys, it's your dirty blonde, Bridget B, and welcome to the Dirty Blonde Podcast, brought to you by Podcast Playground. And I want to say thank you so much for tuning in this week, and I am going to share with you a little bit of a juicy topic. Now, while I was going on to the DMs that Dirty Blonde gets constantly, and we read it, it's a little naughty. It gets a little naughty, I'm not going to lie, but for the majority of you who get to ask the questions, etc., it's fun. I get to, you know, absorb what it is that you guys really want to talk about. And this topic came up more often than not. Drum roll, please. It's a little show called MILF Manor. What is it? Mm, it's just another reality TV show. But it came up with the questions of what does MILF mean to you? And now with Jennifer Coolidge, which is the original MILF from American Pie winning um, her awards this year and a lot of women in their prime having won the Oscars, etc. It's a great topic to tackle, especially because I myself have been considered a MILF since my 20s and I'm in your 30s right now. I'm in my 30s and late 30s and I've been a MILF since day one of the industry and I'm going to explain the differences, why and why is it that MILF Manor just didn't quite cut it for me? Stay tuned. I've been a proud MILF performer since basically day one, but it took me a while to get my bearings and really become known for it because obviously kind of about, you know, nine, 10 years ago, the my spaces, you know, the Instagrams and the Twitters didn't really exist that much for us. I mean, compared to how it is and now we're an entertainer can get such a massive following so quickly. The girls that come from my generation, like the Phoenix Marie's and the Asa Akira's, the um, even Alexis Fox's, the Sherry DeVille's, you know, a little bit of my generation, we really worked our asses off, no pun intended, for the fan base that we so much love and have acquired throughout all these years. So, to become a MILF, I realized that I had to get bigger tits. That was just, there was no way around it. I don't care what anyone says. Without the big jugs, you weren't a MILF. And I definitely got them. I became a 32H. I was massive. And I've gone through quite a bit of boob jobs since then. <laughs> and it was sort of that look that got me into all right I'm gonna I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do it really well because it's like when you're at home as a performer there's certain things that I don't do at home that I do on set I, I for set wise I have a particular perfume that I use I have um 
specific lingerie. And then when I'm at home, I might be barefaced. I don't wear the heels. It's definitely two different personalities. And if someone's lucky, they get it at home too. But for the most part, what you see on screen is definitely a character. And I love her. I love Bridget B. But Bridget B is a lot more dominant. So when I got in the industry and I realized that most of the male performers that I was working with were some of the best, the Marco Banderas, Manuel Ferraras, but then there was a whole nother group of guys that were younger and I wasn't used to that. I wasn't used to dating the younger guys. I wasn't used to um, having any type of relationship with the younger guys because I've always been a little bit more attracted to the older men. I couldn't tell you where my first MILF type of performance was. You guys could probably find it quicker than I can. But when I realized was that I was a lot more comfortable. I was a lot more comfortable with the verbiage. I was a lot more comfortable with the dirty talk. There's a, li- there's a lot of personality that goes into being a MILF performer. That's why not every female can be a MILF. And God bless them, they try, especially when they realize, well, I'm going to have to pick a lane. You're either going to be the girl that sits on top and spins around, or you're going to be the principal slash stepmom of the neighborhood. Once these girls realize that you can't be both because the fan base starts to adore a certain personality of yours. And unfortunately, in the adult industry, we're not given the opportunities like the, you know, Jennifer Aniston's and Angelina Jolie's where, you know, she can play Stepford wife and be on friends or be with Adam Sandler. You know what I mean? You you guys, and I say you guys, like the general population is able to see a mainstream performer in different lights, in different characters. But there is such an intimate value and such an intimacy that develops within the adult industry and the fans, which is why we are all so loyal to each other, which is why we have such a fan base that has followed us for years. And it's comforting. Don't you agree? It's a comfort knowing that when you go on www.pornob.com or dirtyblonde.com, whatever, whoever your favorite performer is, you know what you're going to get. You know that she's going to behave a certain way or act a certain way. Naughty America has a certain format. Evil Angel has another format. That comfort and that consistency is what kind of brings us all together in this adult community. So one of the biggest things that I can't stand is anyone who doesn't really get it, you know, could, could say that we're pervs or that, you know, and I'm sure there's, there's all of that. Of course there is. There's that in every single industry, but in the decade long career that I've loved in an industry that has taken care of me so well, I have never come across a situation that not only I can't handle, but that fans haven't been, um, sort of, uh, what's the word? They where fans haven't been 
they're they're best you know what i mean when you guys visit us at expos when you guys see us at the award shows if you guys bump into us on the at the airport you all are great like you get it if you're with your family you might just give me a head nod but for the most part it's very respectful and that's why i've been so grateful to this industry and the fans so round of applause to all of you for being some of the best fans a girl could ever wish for. So when the MILF genre came up to me by basically by proxy or by default, because I realized, well, when I'm going to work with these younger performers, I'm not exactly going to be their equal. I'm going to teach them a thing or two. So with that, I realized I can definitely make this career my own by being the sexiest motherfucking MILF I can be. Now, there's quite a bit of us. There's quite a few of us. Romy Rain, Alexis Fox, Sherry DeVille, Dana DeArmond, um, Forgive Me Women, Phoenix Marie, Asa Kira. There's, there's quite a bit of us, but there's also not that many of us. Because as the industry is evolving and the industry is changing, you do realize and have seen that depending on where you go, the consistency will be there for those performers because we get it. We've we've come through this generation of industry that understands the consistency is so important because that's what you're being entertained by. It's again, it's a comfort thing knowing that when you come home and you want to jerk off or you want to be with your girl and you guys want to have a sexy night, you want to know what you're getting yourself into. There's not, there's no time to be like, oh, let me fast forward or something. You, you want to get in and you want to get out literally, which brought me to one of the aspects of having a difference of personality allowed me to go into these um, type of scripted features. We have Gonzo, which are really quick. They're, you know, you're in and out. And then you have your features that take longer, take longer days. You have a really good script. And I love those. Those are my favorite things to do. And by having that option, I was able to bring to life Bridget B. That's when by doing these features, I was able to bring out this character, which later up up until, you know, the it's over for me, whenever that is, uh, I'm not quitting anytime soon. Uh, We're actually only just begun. And having this personality of Bridget B as a MILF allowed me to just develop into a better performer because I knew my niche. It allowed me to focus and allowed my fans to develop a loyalty to know that you're going to get what you're going to get every single time because every single performance means that much to me. So now as we're moving forward and I noticed when I was clicking through the channels and you guys were sending questions from dirty blonde Instagram. Hey, Bridget, what do you think about MILF Manor? What do you think? I get it. I understand what they were trying to do. I think it was the wrong timing. 
um, we're going through a stage where it feels like a renaissance, doesn't it? Doesn't it feel like something's in the air? You know, people are feeling good. We, regardless of what you hear on the news, I mean, that's just not what I'm about. Um, I can only change the world so much. <laughs> and I like to micromanage my own world. I, I focus on what's around me. How can I make those that are around me happier, feel better? And by removing all of the stress of wanting to do so much more, you get to really just, you know, hone it in and not drive yourself nuts. So I realized that it was just wrong timing because if this were 20 dofs and those are dads I like to fuck in reverse, there's a double standard. I get it. There is. It's, it's, it is what it is. Things wouldn't be viewed the same. It would probably be um, taken to like child services or <laughs> whatever it is. Someone would be canceling the channel. The fact that it hasn't been canceled yet is surprising. And I think it's because people aren't really all into it. They're just kind of letting it go. But it's because of the double standard of the older woman with the younger man not being as, I guess, taboo as the older man with the younger woman, even though that's a lot more common. It's the dirty secrets of the MILFs of the neighborhood that are sexy and juicy. And that's what we play off on. online that's what we play off when you see me on browsers on naughty america we're just playing on the fantasies we, we're not coming up with all of this out of thin air trust me we're drawing from experiences that you guys share with us a lot of times and a lot of these shows have a statement to make and i think they kind of missed the mark I'm not going to go into it too much because I'm not too knowledgeable on it. It's just kind of what I saw while I was flipping through and I I lost a couple of brain cells, if that's even possible <laughs> already. So as I am developing a deeper knowledge of kind of being my own woman as I'm getting a little bit older, I realize that the MILF genre is definitely here to stay which believe me is exciting and better for me because ladies and gentlemen, I don't know about you, but I am feeling better than ever. It is, it's a feeling of knowing what is sexy to you, knowing what feels good to you. And then I realized that that has been my personality my whole life. I just never tapped into it because I didn't have an opportunity. There's only so much things you can do at a frat house in college, <laughs> right? But when I got the opportunity to work in the industry and you know got to LA and I started, I it, it was an open door and I was able to really enjoy myself in a protected environment. And now I it's really helped me to become better for my future years. And I'm not even there yet. I haven't even reached my peak. There's, um, there's a saying that, you know, you age 
like fine wine and you know I'm I'm kind of at that point where you're at Napa Valley and um, you're going through the vineyard and the bartender tells you listen there is this wine it's delicious but give it another give it another year or so come back to the vineyard and try it that's where I'm at I still have such a long ways to go and it's so exciting and it's so nice to have gone through these years in the industry where I, I accepted being a MILF and I said, I'm going to own it. Now, there's quite a few female performers who do not want to be labeled as such and to each their own because they want to protect their marketing and their image. You know, they don't want the, you know, their demographic to change, whatever that means. And I realized that that doesn't really fucking matter. <laughs> it's if you go into the adult industry, you know, wanting a certain kind of legacy, you're going to have to play the game, but the game has changed. And I'm so glad I started when I did. And now as we're merging and things are just flowing with each other, oh, it just feels so good. And I am more than proud to be considered an M-I-L-F, even if it's just for the cameras. And for my naughtier audience, I bet you want to hear what has been my dirtiest, naughtiest, and sexiest MILF performance And there's only one place for you to watch and listen. Head on over to www.onlyfans.com slash Bridget B. And you will see exactly what I think is my sexiest male performance. Obviously, I can't share that around the Instagram and the YouTube because we get kicked out. So for the naughtier story, make sure and head on over for that clip. Thank you guys so much for joining me this week. I hope it gave you a little bit more of an insight as to what I think about MILF and where it's going. Now stay tuned for next episode. Until then, have a very dirty weekend. Bye.